0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I give a rat's ass about Twitter. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday, baby big board edition of the show. As draft guys, we like to rank things, and today we are going to rank something pretty fun that I'll let Kyle dig into. He got a great uh, show concept lined up for us today, so we're going to have some fun. Kyle, welcome to this Thursday edition.
1: Yo. Yo. You sound better first and
0: foremost. Oh, I don't know, I don't know if I feel better, but.
1: Well, you got to sound good to play good, as yep. they say in the podcast <laughs> industry. So here we are. We sound good. I feel a little better. I still got some sniffles going on. Uh, so if you guys heard me sniffling yesterday on the show, I apologize. I'll try and keep them to myself
0: today. All right, no Sniffle Thursday. Kyle, what what are we doing here? What's the What's the concept for the people?
1: Yeah, so I like this. this. This was something that was brought up in the Draft Network Slack channel a couple weeks ago as far as a potential article. But this will be a big-ass article. So right now <laughs> we're just going to tackle it from the perspective of a podcast where we can talk our way through it and cut down this list a little bit. We're looking at the nucleus of each NFL franchise going forward, and we're asking ourselves, who has the best building blocks for the future? who has a a core nucleus of three players that we would most like to have on our team going forward. So Joe and I have each put together our respective list of the top five best nuclei in the NFL, (laughs) as it currently stands, forecasting forward, looking to the future. So I think that's an important caveat here is we're we're talking the next – Five, six, seven, eight years potentially. What teams do we feel like are currently best situated with their cornerstone, keystone players? And that's what we're doing today.
0: What's the odds on matches here? Between I you would and I? say
1: I would say we have four of five similar.
0: Okay, and um, I don't
1: know. I asked you before we went on the air if you had a certain team, and I do not have that team.
0: Okay, so um, we'll I'm definitely have at least one. Certain. We'll have one different, for sure.
1: One? You're going to go as low as one?
0: Well, you said four out of – you. I mean, that's what you said. It's literally the same answer.
1: Uh, oh, I thought you said we were going to have one similar. No, we'll have what? four
0: similar, one different.
1: Okay, is because you're going to have the Bills on your list?
0: Um, no, I don't have the Bills on my list. Are oh, there's sure? a, there, there goes Are Bills Mafia turning the thing right off. <laughs> 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 well, maybe I have the Bills. I guarantee. Look, if if you, I like,
1: maybe the I bills are list. Maybe I have Dion Dawkins, uh, Tradavius White, and Tremaine Emmons. You don't
0: know, right? Those would be those would be good building blocks. Those, but it's those
1: all, are your building blocks, though.
0: Yeah, right now, yeah, and I think right. I think Matt Milano slept on, but that's fine. Um, yeah, the bills are not on my list. They're not in yours either. I guarantee it. All right, who goes first? Who go, who gives number five first? You do. All right, I always go first on this. So. I know, okay. it's
1: because I always come up with the show concept. So
0: Do you? For this one, this is kind For of the one you –
1: this one, <laughs> yeah. This is my wheelhouse,
0: baby. It is. I, uh, thank you. That's great. All right, here we go. Uh, number five, the fifth most desirable nucleus in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe you're surprised this wasn't higher on the list, but what do you hear about the next four? That'll maybe make you understand. Uh, I've identified Patrick Mahomes, obviously an exciting young quarterback that's going to light up the NFL for years to come. Tyreek Hill, uh, a lightning fast receiver that is perfect for the pace and space offense that Andy Reid wants to run over there. And then, look, this is where, this is probably why they fell down the list a little bit is because coming up with that third guy that, you know, re- you think is really special. I thought about Chris Jones, right? Like he's certainly a really exciting young defensive lineman. And then I uh, settled on Travis Kelsey because he's probably the best player at his position in the NFL and he's still young and he's such a dynamic weapon and how he complements that offense. You know, I, I, I'm a big proponent of having complementary skill sets within your offensive weaponry. And you have a guy like Ty- Tyree Hill, who's jitterbug small can can win at all three levels stretch the field vertically and win after the catch and you have a middle of the field guy like Travis Kelsey who can also really bust the seam and challenge defenses down the field if Sammy Watkins was healthy we know what he could be and, and they have you know all the, all the different weapons all the types of weapons they have uh, it, it's really exciting so I think when you when you're able to get that trio together to, to form that passing offense which is what wins in the NFL I think that's a really exciting start so Kansas City Chiefs number five for me
1: Now, the fact that they're number five, does that have to do with the fact that they're all offensive players?
0: Yeah, it did. And look, Tyreek Hill is a little bit of an outlier, right? Like we don't see players of his physical traits, right? Typically being the focal point of an offense, but he doesn't have to be. And I I I just you know I I guess I was mindful of that, and I I guess I would have liked a little bit more balance and, and been able to really feel good about maybe at least one player on defense. But um, I mean they're fifth, like it's not it's not bad, right? They're it's a really exciting nucleus. They're just the fifth I, best.
1: I can guarantee you, Chiefs fans are super pissed off that you have them listed fifth. Well, they can enjoy I had Reggie Chiefs Ragland. fans <laughs> super pissed off at me because I said Deshaun Watson had <laughs> oh, as yeah. promising of a future. As Carson Wentz, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, Jared Goff. Wow. I mean, like, legitimately pissed off.
0: Well, congratulations, Chiefs fans. You got a great football team. I don't know what to say. (laughs) The
1: the, the universe doesn't revolve around Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) As great as he is. Right. It's okay to say somebody else is good and that not be an insult to Patrick Mahomes. I digress. Okay, so I also have the Chiefs but they're not my fifth. So I'm actually going to rebind in order. When I get to overlapping teams, then I will just acknowledge that's where that's player is. All right. All that's right. Team is okay. My fifth rated team is the Philadelphia Eagles. And I have Carson Wentz as a franchise quarterback. He's already undergone what frustratingly seems like the right of passage of any promising young quarterback of having that injury, right? Like, Watson had the injury. I mean, heck, you even go back and and look at Dan Marino. When he was playing in Young, he had an injury, and Tom Brady had an injury. and So Wentz got that box checked. He's good. He should be good forecasting going forward now, hopefully, if the football gods are just. And he's got a really, really skilled receiver in Zach Ertz who is setting records right now as a tight end as far as the volume at that passing offense is running through him and he's super athletic and he's crafty. And I think he's going to be a guy that ages pretty well because he doesn't just rely on his athleticism, right? Like he's a pretty technical guy. And then on the defensive side of the football, they have a 27 year old defensive tackle named Fletcher Cox that I think is one of the most underrated defensive pro- players in the entire league. Fletcher Cox is extremely disruptive. He's not necessarily always going to be a guy who booms in the box score, but you turn on any Philadelphia Eagles game. And I guarantee you number 91 up front, is going to be wreaking a lot of havoc and he's only 27. So if you're forecasting five, six, seven, eight years down the road from here, he can still be playing. He can still be a quality player. He should still be playing at a very high level for the next five, six years. So that's my nucleus for the Philadelphia Eagles who are my fifth ranked
0: team. Kyle, do you think the Eagles are on my list?
1: No, I do not.
0: They're not. They're not on there, and it's painful because you know what I think about wins. But I, I, they're in the honor. I have three honorable mentions, and the Eagles are right there, but they're on the outside looking in. Okay, number four for me, Kyle, Los Angeles Rams, um, Jared Goff at quarterback, Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in the planet, maybe the best football player on the planet. i have certainly in the conversation, and then Todd Gurley uh, at running back, who's really fit this offense really well in terms of being a multifaceted player that can win in a variety of ways and really take advantage of the of the spacing that uh, that Sean McVay's offense creates but also gives a power dynamic and, and certainly is a great athlete so I love how he fits in Goff has blossomed into one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL his accuracy his decision making his look situational everything's really good with Goff and then you know Donald my god I mean He's just, I mean, we use the word unblockable loosely when you talk about how unblockable Aaron Donald truly is. So uh, it's an exciting trio. Uh, Maybe if a running back wasn't one of the three, they could be higher because Donald is the best defensive player in football and Goff's an exceptional quarterback. But uh, the reason I didn't put them in my top three and they wind up being a number four is because Gurley at the end of the day is a running back.
1: All right. So I get a bone to pick with you. Oh, but. Before we get there, I want to talk to everybody about one of the sponsors for today's show. Today's episode of Draft Dudes is sponsored by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. You can control your own environment with Action Heat. Action Heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to those of a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees and are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours on each charge. This is a perfect gift for any friend or family member on your holiday list who loves the outdoors, outdoor snow sports, or just hates being cold. Action Heat provides toasty warmth in clothing that includes jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like the heated base layer, shirts, and long johns. Action Heat of clothing is available in both men's and women's cuts, and we have a special offer for you as listeners of the Draft Dudes podcast. If you want to save 20% off your entire order, go to actionheat.com slash locked on and check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on at checkout to save 20%. Stay toasty warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat and we'd like to thank them for sponsoring today's episode of the podcast. We'll be right back after this brief pause because I got a bone to pick with Joe. All right, listen here, damn it.
0: <laughs> okay. How,
1: how, how are the Chiefs and the Rams not in the top three?
0: It's outrageous <laughs> so,
1: to me. <laughs> You're
0: going to find out who's in the top it's three. It's outrageous I, to me. Kyle, I, I, I was, it was it was very easy to get this down to about ten teams. Hmm. And it was fairly easy to get it down to about five. But then I thought any one of the five I could be number one, honest to God. Okay, and so, so I, this I found closely, this.
1: It's closely. Biased. Oh,
0: this is close as hell, man, and and that's why I'm like, all right, if I have to give you the one thing <laughs> that made me think, okay, this isn't number one, this is what it is, and so I I had to nitpick the hell out of it. I okay. I mean, nobody should be mad. Nope, nobody get mad, especially the fans. Go Rams, lifelong fan right here. Yeah,
1: lifelong Rams fans here on right. the Draft Dude's podcast. Right. always
0: we've always said that, Kyle. We've always said that since day one.
1: All right, let's <laughs> let's. Reacclimate here. I got to talk to you about my fourth team, which is I expect this team to be on your list. The Houston Texans. This team's got options as well. I ultimately went with uh, Deshaun Watson, promising quarterback again. Checked the injury box, so he should be good in the long term now. He already took care of that injury. He's got a wide receiver in New Hopkins who's 26 years old. Joe, he's 26. It feels like nuke has been around for a decade. <laughs> And he's so, so good. He doesn't win necessarily with raw size. He's only six one, but the guy runs tremendous routes. He's so good addressing the ball in the air. He's got terrific ball skills, terrific hands, terrific body control. That pairing should be very, very dynamic going forward. And then my defensive player, I did take a defensive player, and I didn't go with J.J. Watt because J.J. Watt has had injury concerns. He's quote-unquote older. I went with Jadeveon Clowney, first overall pick in the 2014 NFL Draft. Houston, if you let this man walk out the door without a contract, you are fools. I don't care that from a pass-rush perspective, maybe he's not the most refined pass-rush counter guy on the market. He's an elite physical talent. They move him all around that defensive front. He can play B-gap. He can play stand-up rush linebacker. He can blitz from the interior gaps. We saw him do that against the Titans just all Monday night football. He's all over the field. He's a versatile weapon, elite explosiveness. Jadavion Clowney is that third keystone player for the Houston, Texans.
0: Texans are on my list, Kyle. They are. They're not number three though. Mm. Number three. So I they're in the top two, number three. And I'm a little sad because I thought you'd want to talk about this one first, but that's just not what's going to happen. Cleveland Browns, uh, Wow, that's that's fun, right? The Cleveland Browns, I guarantee they're in yours. They're in the top three, likely, of both of ours, have the most exciting nucleus, one of the top three most exciting nucleuses, or nuclei, whatever the friggin' plural nuclei. way to say nuclei, whatever it is, right, in there. Baker Mayfield, right? Oh, man. You watch this guy over the last two weeks, that Jets game? He's had special moments. He is, he's especially now that Hugh's gone, man. He's at another level, and he's making sure everybody knows it. And uh, he's just so perfect for what this team finally needed after years and years and years. And years and years and years and years of bad, bad, bad football. This is the guy. This is the savior. And the Browns are going to be good for a long, long time because they have Baker Mayfield. And who else do they have? Miles Garrett, who's an exciting of a young pass rusher as we have in the NFL. He was the number one overall pick for a reason. He's dominating, and he plays that premium position. So you got two young players that are going to be, I think, in the top five of their position for a long, long time, at premium positions already in the fray. And then they went and they got Denzel Ward, who's uh, played lights out at cornerback. He, he's We talked about him being a little undersized, but that hadn't stopped him. He's been a dominant shutdown number one, quarterback so far and that's i mean that's a great nucleus and they're positioned really well they got cap space they've got you know they don't have as much draft capital as they have in past years but they've got somebody that knows how to invest it a little bit better nick chubb looks like a stud and joku looks like a stud uh again looks like a stud i mean this this is an exciting exciting young roster that's only going to get better and uh those three definitely in the top three for me number three overall the cleveland browns
1: All right, so my number three, I'm not making any comments on the rest of my list. I'm just simply going to keep pounding here on the the baby big board. Kansas City Chiefs are my third best nuclei in the NFL. And, Joe, we didn't pick the same players. So there is something to talk about here. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, that one-two punch is as explosive and dynamic as a passer-receiver combination as you'll find in the league right now. I did go with Chris Jones, defensive lineman. You no, I wanted to get somebody on the defensive side of the football. Chris Jones is a stud, man. Scheme-diverse guy. Uh, you you know he's going to be able to stack up the, against the run, the line of scrimmage. You know he's going to be able to get after the pass uh, as an interior pass rusher. He's a great athlete. So I ultimately went with Chris Jones over, I gave some consideration to Travis Kelsey, obviously. I also gave some consideration to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's come into the league and been one of the most productive running backs the last two years running. But I think some of that is a product of, especially this year, I don't want to dismiss Kareem Hunt's physical abilities. He's a very, very, very good one-cut runner. But I think his ability to stay latched and perched firmly atop, the production from a production standpoint, comes from the fact that, that this Chiefs offense is so well coached for the most part. So that's my nuclei for the Kansas City Chiefs who right, third.
0: All right. Here we go. Top two time, Kyle. Number Top two for two me. Time. Number two is going to reveal who my number one is because it just is based on what I said earlier. Number two. I, this is the team I didn't know if was going to be on yours, so I'm excited to find out here. You're going to have a reaction, and I can't see you, and that's unfortunate, but I will be able to see you soon, Friday. All right. Here we go. Green Bay Packers. Number two. Aaron Rodgers. Look, he's a little bit older, right? He's in his 30s. But look at Drew Brees. Look at Tom Brady. Those guys are pushing. Well, I guess they're kind of both 40, right? And I think that's going to fuel Aaron Rodgers to continue to play football for a long time at a high level. Kenny Clark, look, he just doesn't get enough respect. He's one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL. And he's disruptive against the run and pass. He's making plays. And he is uh, probably I think he's one of the most underappreciated talents out there. And then like the other one, you can choose between Devonte Adams, David Bakhtiari and Jair Alexander. And I'll go with Alexander because I, he's the youngest, I guess, of the group. And he, he really profiles as a number one corner. He had some 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 up and down so far as a rookie. But I mean, you see a guy that's capable of being one of the best corners in the NFL for a long, long time. And I think Aaron Rodgers is, is so special and he he's a trump card for me here and i think that he will play for a long time. so i was comfortable putting green bay at number 2 and it's interesting as i thought through this process i became more and more convinced that mike McCarthy's doing a whole he's not doing much with this roster because this is a good roster guy. i mean this they got studs everywhere. they need to be winning. and i get it. i get some of the frustrations. i think some of the frustrations are misdirected from packers fans, but it may be maybe time for a new uh you know new figurehead there calling the shots there in Green Bay. But yeah, Green Bay Packers number two for me.
1: This take is trash. Oh, no. This is trash, Joe. You're, this is a joke, right?
0: No, they're not on your list, are they?
1: No, they're not on That's my list. Sad. I don't even think about them. Sad. You would rather have Aaron Rodgers. Best quarterback
0: for, in the you, world. Yep. You'd
1: rather have Aaron Rodgers, yep. Kenny Clark, and... David Bakhtiari, or Jair Alexander over Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald. Yes. You'd rather have that over Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey.
0: Right. that's uh, You'd rather yes. have
1: that. Uh, I know you wouldn't have it over the Texans because it's apparently your top
0: team. <laughs> it's my number one, right? But that's
1: trash. You, you are
0: crazy. I, I, there's you, a lot. The, the that's best the most proven. Nucleus,
1: second best nucleus in the NFL? Yes, mm.
0: man, this is the most you've never been this triggered over one of my comments.
1: This is not good. That's why
0: I don't it's know, not man. Good. I don't know. <laughs> I feel very comfortable with it. I think Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback.
1: We might have to take this to the the listeners.
0: Oh, so a, a Packers fan base on suicide watch. They're not a, they're not able yeah, they're, to make objective they're, opinions they're, right now.
1: They're, they're sitting here <laughs> trying to throw Rodgers under the bus. Right,
0: yeah. It's not the time to, to get the good comments out of Aaron Rodgers from the Packers fans, for whatever Jeez. reason. Well, they don't know what it's like to have bad quarterback play. They should have. They should have understood that last year when they had to deal with Kaiser.
1: Right. You would think like three quarters of a year of
0: – Or Hunley or, or half, whatever.
1: Half a year of Brent Hunley yeah. would be enough to just like wake you up and appreciate what you have, but no. <sighs> ungrateful right. fans notice how i didn't say anything you would rather have the your packers group over the cleveland browns right
0: so I'll, because I, you can under,
1: I can understand that i can understand that i have the browns number two for me but i can at least understand your thought process for having the packers over the browns because they're much more established right the browns nucleus right now for me is mayfield garrett and ward that's two rookies and a second year player so I can understand how you could say, ah, you know what, the the, the Packers. I know what I have much more. I, I have much more uh, of a foundation of what these players are versus the Browns. I would rather have the Browns. I'd rather have all five of these teams over the Green Bay Packers. Looking forward, forecasting forward, but Mayfield, Garrett, and Ward was very hard for me to not leave as my number one team. But the fact that I don't have as great of an idea. On who these guys are long-term is why they're sitting at number two
0: okay so you have the browns too yes all right so I, everybody knows
1: quick recap here read me okay. your one through five well as f- as you reveal number one
0: all right so five i had the chiefs four i had the rams three i had the browns two i have the packers and one is the texans and i i actually we don't have the same three i have deshaun watson you know how you know a quarterback's like really good outside of just like obviously no because you know what it means to be a good quarterback is when you play against that quarterback and you feel like you just can't stop him. I've had, you know, I've have dealt with it already. I've had the Bills play Deshaun Watson. I know what that's like. I I know what it's like to try to stop him when you have to stop him and you can't stop him, and and he's he's unbelievable and he's doing it. He's we we've talked how many times over the last couple of weeks about how he elevates that team. He doesn't even he has a freaking high school offensive line, right? Love Deshaun Watts. Should have had him as my uh, QB1. Remember when you told me you had Watson as your QB1 and I we fought about that? Yeah. Uh, I had I Trubisky. Do. So, uh, number two, uh, Hopkins, you, you've talked you, – you summarized him well. He's only 26. He's an exceptional player. He might be the best receiver in the game. And then I, I did go with J.J. Watt. Ten sacks already going the season. I know he's had a couple seasons of injuries. But I'm hoping that those are fluky things and that – the J.J. J. Watt that we saw for years before that and the J.J. Watt that we've seen so far this year is is the player that we can continue to see because, uh, man, I talked about Aaron Donald and, and he probably – he's right there in this conversation. But, like, th- there's going to come a time, like, in 30 years when me and you are talking to, like, our grandkids about watching Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt play football. Yeah. And and I, and I still think we got a lot more left to J.J. Watt, and I certainly hope we do. And I was willing, you know, if there's a guy I'm going to bet on, it's going to be J.J. Watt. So I, I I gave some thought to Clowney, but for me, I, I just man, J.J. Watt when he's on, which he he is right now, and to the last couple of years sucked, but I know what he is and I know what he can be. Number one for me.
1: Yeah, I really feel like J.J. You know, I I would love to know what his numbers would be if he didn't get, it. You <sighs> Jesus, know? Man. like he yeah. he'd be probably what top eight. In in sacks right now?
0: He was getting 20 a year, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: like Aaron Donalds this year, this year, J.J. had like two or three of them in a row.
0: <sighs> Insane, dude. The most dominant stretch I've ever seen from a defensive player. And, and people are going to come back with the Lawrence Taylor stuff. And I I just didn't. I wasn't old enough, right? I mean, right. I,
1: right. Yeah, J.J. Cool. Had, a, had a four-year stretch as a all-pro player. Where he had 20 and a half sacks, ten and a half sacks, twenty and a half sacks, seventeen and a half sacks. Followed that up with years of three games played, one and a half sacks, five games played, zero sacks. Imagine if he gets double digit sacks each one of those years. He's he's at a if he gets ten sacks in each of the last two years that he missed, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, plus what he's done this year, uh, he's at 108 sacks in
0: his career. Oh wow. That's a lot.
1: And he's been in the league since two thousand eleven. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's nuts, dude. That's nuts. Wow. Um,
1: he hasn't even played 100 games yet in his career. He's played 99 games. And he has 87 and a half sacks in oh, 99 that's,
0: games. That doesn't make sense, dude. That 24 doesn't. fumbles. Special stuff, man.
1: Yeah. Great football player. All right, so my top team, uh, my five through one is Eagles at five. Texans at four, Chiefs at three, Browns at two. My L.A. Rams, my L.A. Rams, all right, number one. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, my QB1 from 2016. Aaron Donald, the best defensive lineman in the game. And Todd Gurley, the best running back in the game. Gurley hurts you in Ooh. so many ways. I understand you got a problem with the running back situation here. But I look at Gurley, I look at what he's been able to do. We knew he was a special talent at Georgia. The Rams knew he was a special talent when they took him 10th overall in 2015 despite having a torn ACL. And we have seen this year and last year what Todd Gurley can be. And you can run your offense through Todd Gurley all you want. You're not going to be able to stop him as a defense because he can hurt you in the pass game. He can hurt you as a runner. And I think it's a it, more than anything else – it's just a testament to how shitty of a coach Jeff Fisher was, <laughs> and this guy couldn't get anything. Like Todd averaged three point nine yards per carry with Todd, with Jeff Fisher as the coach of the team. How? How? Blows my mind. Rams are my number one.
0: So, can we talk quickly about honorable mentions? Because I I I had a hard time here.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Give your shouts.
0: Uh, Eagles, obviously same three players you thought of Ertz, Cox, Wentz, Bears, Mac, Eddie Jackson, and Trubisky didn't think highly enough of Trubisky to, for them to be in the top five. Although right. I like Trubisky Colts, luck, Quentin Nelson. And you're like, uh, not really sure who that other guy was. Maybe Darius Leonard, maybe Malik Hooker. But I think I need to see more of those players to feel like they're, you know, fide building blocks. And then I gave some thought to the Giants, Kyle. I really did because of uh, Beckham and Barkley, which you need playmakers, and those. I mean, ma- I can make a pretty strong case that, and in- those are going to be the, the the leading receiver and running back over the next five years. Uh, and and then I again the 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 challenge there was okay, well, who's the who's the next guy? Maybe you think about Will Hernandez, but you know, just I, I need to feel good about all three. But uh, uh, those those teams all kind of came to mind when I was kind of formulating this list.
1: Yeah, uh, Bears was an honorable mention for me. Uh, the Jets were an honorable mention for me with... Uh, who was
0: your third? Would it be Ad- Adams, Darnold, and who?
1: Adams, Darnold, and Leonard Williams.
0: Oh, Leonard Williams. Yeah, that's good. That's a good trio. Um,
1: Who else was on your... Uh, the Colts. I was giving them Luck, uh, Nelson, and uh, Darius Leonard. And then I have a question for you. Okay. I don't want to add too much time here at the end of the podcast, but who has the worst
0: <laughs>
1: cornerstones?
0: Do we just looking, do that next Thursday and just crap on for, teams?
1: Oh yeah, we can do that. That's fine. <laughs> there you go. There's, there's next Thursday show folks. Hit that subscribe button and uh, follow back along. Yeah. Throw teams under the bus and rip your team to shreds. I'm sure. We won't trigger anybody with that concept. So, there you go. If you have any – if you're a dis, disenfranchised Chiefs fan uh, that we did not automatically list your team first because you have Patrick Mahomes, please reach out to us on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino, and I am also on Twitter at the Joe Marino. So, direct all <laughs> your hate tweets to uh, at the Joe Marino and definitely not at grinding the tape. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening to Draft News Podcast, folks. We'll touch base with you guys again tomorrow.